Hello, and thank you for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If you enjoy this message, we invite you to check out River of Life live this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. Visit riveroflifefl.com for service times and directions. That's riveroflifefl.com. Now, let's join Senior Pastor Henry Jones as he teaches from the Word of God. We'll pick up where we left off. Our text will be verses 13 through 17 as we continue our study through the book of James. But first, I would like for us to pray for a couple of people. Uh, our brother Derek Gray is at Sopchoppy Southern Baptist today, and he's preaching for them. And uh, our brother Chuck Coburn is somewhere over in the Stark area, and he is doing a homecoming service uh, for a church where he served as interim pastor. And I love it when God sends people out. I love it when he sends people out from River of Life. Uh, let's pray that the Spirit of the Lord will be upon them and God will give them a great day of victory and much fruit in the kingdom of God. Father, in Jesus' name, uh, we pray for Brother Derek. We pray for Brother Chuck. We pray for all of our members here at River of Life who are in your service. We ask that you would bless them, anoint them, speak to them and through them. And Father, that your word would be heard and received and great things would come from this day. And Lord, we pray that not only for Chuck and, and uh, Derek, we pray it for us right now, that you will speak to us, God. Open our hearts uh, to receive the word of God. And Father, I pray that you'll add to and take away from this message that you've laid upon my heart according to your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. James, the fourth chapter, we'll begin reading here in a few minutes in verse 13. But let me just remind you that in the book of James, we have found some very practical instructions as we have gone through this book. Verse by verse and chapter by chapter, we're told what to do and what not to do. Let me just go back and give you a, a very quick review. We'll go all the way back to the beginning. The first thing we learned in this book was counted all joy. Uh, let God have his way and will in your life and just count it all joy. Uh, no matter what you're going through, rejoice in the Lord. If you're a Christian, God's always up to something good. Ask God for wisdom. Uh, there's two wisdoms according to the Bible. There's the wisdom from above and there's the wisdom of this world or the wisdom that's from below the scripture uh, teaches. And we're to ask God for his wisdom. Daily we're to be doing this. Boast in the Lord. Let him be your boast. We'll talk a little bit more about that today, but uh, make your praise and your boast in the Lord. Stop losing your temper. There's just no place for that in the kingdom of God. Stop the fussing and the fighting. Uh, stop the bickering and the quarreling. Stop losing your temper. If God's in charge, and if all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose, you and I can stop losing our temper. We should. Start doing God's Word. It's not enough just to hear the Word. When you and I come together and we sit under teachers and preachers of the Word, and, and we know that it's not, thus saith man, but it is, thus saith the Lord, 
then if God says it, we should start not just hearing the word, but doing the word. If, we, if we're hearers only, we deceive ourselves. Stop showing partiality. Uh, we are not to discriminate. Uh, we are not to show partiality. Uh, we are to love people. Now, it is not wrong for us to hold up the high and holy standards of God and to say this is right and this is wrong, but we need to understand that God loved us while we were still in our sins, didn't He? He sent Jesus to die for us while we were in our sins. So I want you to know all those people out there who are living in sin, God loves them, and you and I need to reach out to them with the love of God. Stop showing partiality. Stop trusting dead faith. Dead faith is when you're just going through the motions. Faith has to be real and genuine. And I tell you, there is a counterfeit faith that I think is more dangerous than anything else on this planet. Stop trusting in dead faith. Start bridling your tongue. Amen? We need to start bridling our tongues. Amen or oh me, one or the other. But start bridling your tongue. Bring your speech and your language under control and obedience to the Holy Spirit. Uh, walk in heavenly wisdom. Walk uh, in the wisdom of God. Uh, we talked about asking God for wisdom. Well, when He gives it to you, start walking in it. Walk in heavenly wisdom. Walk it out. Humble yourself before God. Humble yourself before Him. And then set in motion a humble life. We are to humble ourselves before God and we are to walk out a humble life. And then do not judge one another. We don't have all the information. We don't have the ability. We shouldn't be judging one another. We should be praying for one another, encouraging one another, but don't judge one another. And then that brings us to our message today, and it's just two words. Stop bragging. I know you're excited about hearing this message. Stop bragging. Now, this may seem like a trivial and insignificant thing to us, uh, but bragging is something of great importance to our God. God does not like it when we brag. L let's read our text, beginning in James four, thirteen. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Pay very close attention to verse 15. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. What the Bible is talking about is quit boasting about what you can and what you will do and even what you have done. We're to stop boasting. That is arrogance. All such boasting is evil, the Bible tells us. And then he makes this statement, which oftentimes is taken out of context, but it says, therefore to him who knows to do good and does it not to him, it is sin. The good he's talking about is the good of exercising faith in God, not faith in yourself. It is the good of trusting Him completely and not trusting in your own ability. It is the good 
of understanding that everything you attempt to do in life and every place you attempt to go in life in reality is in His hands. It's not in your hands. And it is an acknowledgement and an understanding that our lives are based upon the will of God. You and I should unashamedly let the world around us know the Lord willing, I will do this or I will do that. The Lord willing, I will go there or I will accomplish this. That's what we're supposed to do. This is one of those rare places in the Scripture, and I hope you won't just pass over this, where the Bible literally gives us the words that you and I should be using in our daily conversations. If the Lord wills. The Lord willing. I remember when I was growing up that I used to hear it all the time. People would say, if the Lord is willing. If the Lord is willing. And, and then they would say, whatever it is, you would ask somebody a question and say, if the Lord is willing, I'm willing to do that. Now, I don't hear that much anymore. How many of you remember when we used to hear that? Yeah, yeah, we need a revival of if the Lord is willing. We need a revival. If you will say it, and the Bible says you should say that. That this should be something that comes out of our mouths, a part of the testimony of our faith, that if we are willing to say it, and if we mean it, then that means that all of our plans, all of our activities, everything we attempt in life is submitted to and in submission to the Lord our God. It means that our eyes are upon Him and not on us. It means that we are depending upon Him and His sacred will, not our ability to pull anything off. And, and, I, and I want you to know that when you say, if the Lord wills, that's a big deal with God. Uh, let, me, let me show you. Proverbs 3.6 says, In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Now, Let's tie these two together. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him. If the Lord wills. I've just acknowledged Him. You say, Pastor, can you do this? Or will you do that? Or can we accomplish this? And if I respond, if the Lord wills, then I've acknowledged Him and a real simple, genuine acknowledgement of Him catches the attention of Almighty God and the Bible says, in all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. The Lord willing. So, I want you to begin to think today as a church about incorporating this little phrase into your daily language. I want us to start something here today. I want us to start something that the Bible says we should have never stopped doing. And that is that we say, if the Lord wills. If the Lord wills. Yes. I, that, that's what I want us to start. Now you may be thinking to yourself, nobody talks like that anymore. Maybe that's what's wrong with our world. Maybe we should be doing that. Because according to the Bible, we should be saying that. We should be using this terminology. If the Lord is willing. If it is His will. 
You say, Pastor, come on now. People will get sick and tired of hearing me say that over and over and over. I think you're right. I think they will get tired of that. But let me tell you who won't get tired of that. God won't get tired of that. And you've got to make up your mind somewhere along the way as you attempt to serve God and follow Him. Which one is most important to you? What men think or what God thinks? And God says, don't say I'll go there or I'll do that or I'll accomplish this. Say, if the Lord wills. That's what we're to do. So let's practice. Repeat after me. If the Lord is willing. You already feel better, don't you? One more time. If the Lord is willing. Now the old folks, when I was growing up, just shortened that and they used two words. They would say, Lord willing. Say it. Yeah. That's what we should do. How about this? God willing. And there's one you can take off your list. If the Lord wills and the creek don't rise. Somebody asked if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise. I, I'm, that's, that's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Listen, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to obey God unless the creek rises. What difference does it make if the creek rises? If it's the Lord's will, it's His will. The Lord willing, I will do it. The Lord willing, we will carry this thing out. If the Lord is willing. You see, it, it may sound like a little thing, a trivial thing, an insignificant thing, but with God it's a big thing that every day, every decision, everything I put my mind to, I submit it to the will of God and I'm not ashamed to verbalize it and say, if the Lord is willing. You, you see, when you obey this little simple thing in Scripture, what it means is that all bragging and all boasting about what you can do, about what you will do, about what you have done, all that boasting gives way and it is replaced by a verbal confession of your faith that your life is in the hands of a sovereign God and you are, your eyes are on Him if the Lord is willing. Bottom line, stop bragging. Just quit. Just stop. Don't do it anymore. Now the problem is, have you ever noticed there's always a problem? The problem is, we live in a society where bragging is not just accepted, it's encouraged. It really is. In fact, it's becoming an art form in our day and time. Social media is a bragger's paradise. Wow. I, I think I'm the last person on the planet who's not on social media. Is that right? Hold your hand up if you're with the... Oh, yeah. Without. You're not on social media. God bless you. You're going to be in the first group that arrives in heaven. I... 
I want to tell you. Wow! Social media, self-love, self-promotion, self-exaltation, self-edification, for heaven's sakes, selfies! My goodness! My, I, I read the other day, I really read this, that it's like an epidemic going around the world. It's not just in the United States. It's not just in, in, in our It's even in third world countries that one of the most popular things on the planet to do is take a selfie. Y'all excuse me just a moment. This would be better. I'll turn this way and get all of you folks in the background. Please. I can't, I can't find you. I don't even know how to take a selfie. All I could see was the baptistry. I guess you got to turn it around. Okay. I'm serious. I thought I was going to pull this off, but... Uh, <coughs> Really? Is that what our world has come to? Please don't raise your hands. Have you gone a week without taking a picture of yourself? See there, you did it anyway. You, I didn't want to make those people feel bad who, who, who are doing it. We, we live in a day and a time and in a society where myth has become reality. In Greek mythology, Narcissus was a young man who fell in love with his own image reflected in a pool of water. Now, I know that's low tech, but I was thinking perhaps that was the first selfie. I, I <laughs> but according to Greek mythology... He loved himself. He loved his image. He loved what he was looking at. He fell in love with himself. It was like his life was wasted because he was so infatuated with himself. I'm just telling you, Narcissus would love social media. Man, what is going on in America? Really, I, I, I do think that there should be more preaching along these lines. Child of God, make up your mind. Are you going the way of the world? Or are you going the way of the cross? Will you follow God's Word? Or will you just do what everybody else does and just follow the crowd? Now, I, please, I don't want to be bombarded after the service. I don't feel like you've committed a mortal sin if you've taken a picture of yourself. But I do want to tell you, bragging on any level is inappropriate. You see, this is what we should do if the Lord wills. I, I don't have any ability. I, don't, I can't do anything. It's up to God. There's something about that humble submission that makes all the difference in the world. You, you, see, you see, this is all about do you love you or do you love God? Are you trusting in you or are you trusting in God? Are you counting on yourself 
or are you counting on God? Because what James is saying in this text is loud and clear, and that is that you need to be submitted to the Lord. You need to stop bragging and boasting about what you can do and where you can go and what you can accomplish, and you need to submit it to the Lord and say, the Lord willing. Now, I don't think we have to be a, a stick in the mud. I don't think we have to be a killjoy. I, 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 I don't think that this means we can't play around and have fun. There is a tongue-in-cheek kind of bragging that's just joking and fun and games. And I don't guess there's anything wrong with that, but I want to tell you, if you're going to brag this way, just make sure everybody knows it's a joke. Be, be, be careful there. As I was doing my research for this message, I ran across a couple of these that I like, perhaps, since everybody's on social media. You've already heard these, but I thought it would be worth you hearing this again. One man said, I don't mean to brag. Wait, let me just stop there. When you hear somebody say, I don't mean to brag, that means what? I'm getting ready to brag. And so one man said, I don't mean to brag, but I finished my 14-day diet in 3 hours and 12 minutes. Amen. Do we have anybody else that can brag about going on a diet like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought this one was better. One woman said, I hate to brag, but I can still fit into the same pair of earrings I wore in high school. <laughs> Woo! I don't think I would tell that one again. Um, but when we're serious, when we get serious, we need to be very careful about what we say. We need to make sure that we are not bragging or boasting about anything we've done, anything we have, or anything that we've accomplished. Uh, Proverbs 27.1 says, don't brag about tomorrow. You don't know what a day will bring. Jeremiah 9.23 says, a wise man shouldn't boast in his wisdom. A mighty man should not boast in his strength and power. A rich man shouldn't boast in his riches. 1 Corinthians 4.7 says, you can't brag about the material possessions that you have. Everything you have, God has given to you. I, I, I don't think I gave them this scripture, but just listen to this. It says, this is 1 Corinthians 4, 7. For who makes you different from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did not receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? The Bible says that everything you have is a gift from God. You can't boast about those things. By the way, Christians, man, this is tough. You can't even boast and brag about your salvation. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We can't even boast about our salvation. Do you know the difference between you and a lost person, child of God? God, that's all. That's all. You didn't do anything to deserve it. It was all God. And since I'm telling you about this, 
I don't want to hurt your feelings this morning, but I have to tell you the truth, friends. There is not one good thing in your life, not one good thing in your life that you can take credit for. You are not a self-made person. You are a God-blessed person. Every good thing you have came down from above. Every, listen, every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good thing we have comes from God. Somebody may be here today and you may be thinking, Pastor, I worked hard for what I have. I worked for it. I was willing to do what others were not willing to do. I worked hard for what I have, and that's the reason I have what I have. Well, friends, that's just not true. That's just not true. Not according to the Bible. That's not true at all. There are people in the world who have worked harder than you ever dreamed of working, and they have little to nothing. See, that's the truth. The truth is, every good thing you and I have in our lives came to us by way of a sovereign God who gave us the mind, who gave us the talents, who gave us the ability, who gave us the will to achieve an accomplishment. And in every victory, every accomplishment, every milestone in your life, you got there because the favor and the goodness and the sovereignty of God was on your life. You have nothing to brag about today and everything to be thankful for. Everything to be thankful for. Nothing to brag about and everything to be thankful for. I, I really felt like the Holy Spirit dropped this... Uh, into my heart when I was preparing this message. All the accomplishments, all the successes, all the blessings that God brings into our lives will one day be a curse and a testimony against us if we do not bow down before Him and give Him all the glory for it. We have to do that. Every good thing you have in your life, I believe this, will one day testify against you if you and I don't humbly bow down and say, not of me, none of me, all of him. He gave it to me. He's my Lord and he's my God. So bottom line, stop bragging. With one exception. Don't you love it? Stop bragging except with one exception. Let me read some scripture to you. 1 Corinthians one thirty one says, So that as it is written, let the one who boasts, say it with me, boast in the Lord. You see, God does if we're going to brag, let's brag about where it's worthy. Let's, let's brag on the Lord. <clears throat> Galatians 6.14 says, But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We read it real fast, don't we? Let me slow it down. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Psalm 34, 2. 
my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. I want to tell you, when you brag on you, it really turns everybody's stomach. Nobody wants to hear you brag. I don't know why any of us do it, because none of us like to hear anybody else do it. Do we? But when we brag on the Lord, the humble shall hear of it and be glad. One last one, Psalm 44, 8. In God we boast all day long and praise your name forever. Listen, child of God. The Bible teaches us, stop bragging, stop boasting about anything that has to do with us. Put the spotlight on our Lord God and brag on Him and boast about Him and declare who He is. Oh, if the Lord wills, is just where you get started. Man, don't stop there. Go way beyond that. God willing, I'll do that. If the Lord wills, I'm submitted to the Lord. And, and, and just let that be kind of a segue that leads you into boasting on Him all the day long. He is my rock. Amen? He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my defender. He's my high tower. <laughs> He's my rear guard. He's the pavilion I hide in. He's the arm I lean on. He upholds me with His righteous right hand. He's my song in the night. He's the Lord, my healer. He's the Lord, our healer. Amen. We just experienced that a moment ago. He's the pearl of great price. He's the lily of the valley. He's the rose of Sharon. He's the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. He's life's richest treasure. He's my personal redeemer. He is my king. He's the one who binds up my broken heart. He opens my prison doors. He sets this captive free. He's the champion of all those who put their faith in Him. He is and always has been and always will be Lord of lords and King of kings. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by Him. He is more wonderful than any of us can even imagine. He is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of a 17-year-old boy who didn't know the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I didn't even know what salvation was. I thought being born again had something to do with reincarnation. I was so lost in sin that I didn't have a clue. Somebody said to me, if you will ask him, he'll forgive you of all your sins and he'll give you a new heart. And I didn't know up from down or right from wrong, but I asked him. And he came into my heart. He saved my soul. He changed my life. He gave me a new life. And so I stand before you today making my boast in the Lord my Redeemer. He's the one who redeemed me. Oh, friend. Do you know what the Bible says about this? The Bible says we should make His praise glorious. Oh, that's what we should do.
So, stop bragging. Start boasting and bragging on what a wonderful God we have. No bragging on yourself. Just brag on God. If you think about it just for a second, bragging is the opposite of humility, right? And, and, and so when you're bragging, and by the way, just so you'll know, I'm not trying to pick on anybody. I think we've probably all been guilty more times than we want to admit. But when you're bragging, that's the opposite of humility, and humility is a big deal with God. The Bible says God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. So when you brag, you're putting yourself in a position where the God of the universe is in resistance against you. I want to tell you, some people can't get ahead, can't do anything, can't accomplish anything, but because they're trying to do it on their own. And, and the Bible clearly teaches us that if we will humble ourselves before God, realize that we are nothing. I, 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 mean, I mean, some of the greatest men in the Bible would say things like this, depart from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. I am but dust before you. Within me dwelleth no good thing, and how to perform that which is right I find not. Oh, friends, those are the kinds of confessions we should make. Stop boasting and bragging about yourself. Submit to the Lord. Put your whole life under Him and His sovereignty. And friends, I promise you, I say this on the authority of God's Word. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. He'll direct your paths. Would you bow with me in prayer? Thank you again for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today, or you need someone to pray with you, then please let us know. You can call us at 850-926-1200 or send an email to info at riveroflifefl.com. We also encourage you to visit River of Life this Sunday at 1030 a.m. in Crawfordville. For more information, visit us at riveroflifefl.com.